Live from Gutter Cat Studios in the Metaverse, it's time for another episode of the Crazy About Crypto Show. And now here's your host, Crazy Carl. Hey yo, what is going on everyone? Happy Friday, it's so good to be here. And I see lots of people entering the space, so thank you for coming to the show live. And if you're listening to the podcast, hello from all around the world, and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest is an incredible artist. Prior to entering the crypto space, he has had success in the traditional art world, being featured in galleries and museums throughout the East Coast. With over 17,000 followers on Twitter, he has created a community around the incredible designs and patterns he so effortlessly creates. His journey from the traditional art world into the NFT space is a fresh one. He just getting started with his Genesis collection dropping soon. It's my honor to share the stage with the one and only Vinny Hager. What's going on, Vinny? amazing intro thank you so much for that <laughs> of course man it is so exciting to see you in the nft space ever since uh, i've uh gotten into the space in march or, or april is kind of when i really started on crypto twitter and nft twitter more um i just see your art and it's just uh it's amazing and now that you're dropping your first collection it's per- it's got to be an exciting time so uh, i'd love to hear a little bit about your journey and um always on the show i ask the same first question which is just to chat with us about your journey into the crypto or NFT space, whichever came first. Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's funny. My my best friend in real life, Rico, in like 2017, I remember him saying that he was like buying these digital cats. And at the time it was crypto kitties. I was like, dude, why are you wasting all of your money on these like digital cats? I didn't understand it. Of <laughs> yeah. course, fast forward now, my profile picture I bought a digital cool cat but at the time i like didn't get it i had i didn't do any of my own research he didn't like sit me down and was like hey you you should like really like research this and take a look at it i think you'd like it so of course i like put it not put it off but i kind of forgot about it and mm-hmm. then um fast forward until maybe october november of last year yeah i guess i'm like going on like a year of learning about crypto and then nfts in general i had done this um like large uh, octagon rug i had like airbrushed it like did like a custom rug and um somebody had purchased it and i went to deliver it to him and he we were kind of chatting and he was like hey are you familiar with like the metaverse and i was like a little bit i know the word and he was he was telling me about um decentraland and he was like dude it'd be really cool if you could like 3d render or um get your like custom clothing or custom furniture in decentraland somehow and he was kind of like breaking it down and he introduced me to um like NFTs. And then I just kind of got hooked and started researching it. I remember like going on Rarible and um, just kind of getting hooked and and learning about all um, the people at the time. I mean, Xcopy was one of the people that I remember looking at and Hackatow, all of them probably like a year ago, everything was still kind of new then but um oh, man. it's crazy in, to see how it's it's gotten till now yeah back in september october i remember i mean that was like you think now's the wild west back then it was it was insane because even like the people that are huge now they were not everyone even knew who they were at that time and everyone was just trying to find 
uh, who was going to be successful in the space, who was going to be um, like the big artists. And uh, it was, I mean, it was a crapshoot trying to uh, like explore all of the artists and artworks uh, on Rarible. I mean, I remember back in, that's when I lost the most money in the space, honestly, because when I was buying NFTs back then, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, it's, um, I think even back then, though, some of those artists like really stood out, like you could tell they were doing something special than, um, I think even then it was mostly like a Bitcoin and like Ethereum kind of like fan art. I remember yeah, seeing yeah. a ton of that stuff. But then there was like these kind of like special artists I started to see. And then at that time I was like, I was like, oh, I have Twitter, but I never use it. Let me like start posting my art on there and just seeing what people are up to. And I remember seeing, I think the first person I saw was like Jonathan Wolf. He was mm, still yeah. kind of like a traditional artist in the sense, like painting and drawing. But then I remember him tweeting about NFTs or, or his like digital artwork that he could buy. And I was like, whoa, okay, this is what that person was telling me about like NFTs. And um, it kind of like snowballed from there. And I just started following as many people as I could and reading everything they post and trying to read articles about you know, smart contracts or, um, uh, different marketplaces, you know, super rare and, um, yeah, just really trying to consume as much as I could before I kind of took, took a dive head first for myself. But I think fast forward. So now I'm kind of at the point where I think I need to throw myself in a little bit more to, to get that experience and, uh, continue to learn. Well, I actually, I, I absolutely love, we talk about conviction a lot on the show about kind of when you uh, found your passion and when you knew like you had to get into this space. But what I love about your story is that um, a lot of people will jump and dive in really quickly or after a couple months or of kind of watching, but you really immersed yourself for quite a while until you decided to uh, make your own splash, which I think is just a good lesson for anyone because you, a lot of people in the NFT space now know about you because you've been posting your art. You kind of been um, building an organic community here. So I'd love for you to kind of talk about your decision to, uh, be, you know, build that community, figure out what other people are doing before deciding to just uh, start minting things yourself. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, back in like the rareable days, I was, I think I had like scanned in some drawings and kind of minted a couple of those and so I, you know, a few one, one-offs here and there, but I really wanted to, uh, learn about the space. You know, the community buzzword is always thrown around, which I think is a very important one. But, um, a lot of, I just see a lot of people like put out a project or mint their artwork and then they get upset because nobody purchased it or, or nobody was interested. And I think kind of doing the research and like asking questions and trying to, uh, learn as much as you can should be the, like the top of the list for like really anything you do, but most importantly, like exploring digital art and nfts in general so i think kind of strategically just um seeing what other people were doing and um not jumping totally head first was a pretty um important thing for me and then i started of course there's like the tens of thousands of cute animal projects mm -hmm. and all of the uh ten thousand um, projects that come out and i kind of wanted to do something more more personal and uh, catered towards the artwork more than like a uh, a brand almost. I mean, the cool cats are kind of turning into this large brand. Um, the creatures, kind of the same thing. I mean, the artwork is incredibly important, but it's not totally totally focused on the artist's work and then their mm. like body of work as a whole. So I think I wanted to kind of focus the shift from collectibles to more of like 
individual art pieces that people can um, enter my kind of artistic world by um, by having. So I love it, and I and I also love that you've uh, not only are you learning, but you're also engaging and collecting too. I'd love for you to kind of talk about your experience, like dabbling into the space did you invest in crypto at all early on or or nfts kind of made you learn how to you know get crypto and transfer it to a decentralized wallet i'd love to kind of hear your journey into you know becoming a collector as well yeah i remember uh same kind of time frame like november or october november last year i remember my friend rico who was buying the crypto kitties i remember he like grabbed my computer and he like he was like, I, I got to download this. I was like, dude, what are you downloading? What are you putting on my computer? And it was like the MetaMask plugin on Google yeah. Chrome. And I was like <laughs> freaking out. I was like, dude, what are you doing on my computer, man? And um, lo and behold, obviously, it's like the key to everything. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, yeah, at that time learning about NFTs. Then I started to learn about like Chainlink and like DeFi. I'm like, oh, like this stuff is incredible too. Like I started reading as much as I could and listening to podcasts. So I would, um, yeah, invest in uh, other projects like that while buying, you know, bought a little Bitcoin and bought some ethereum so kind of at the same time i was learning about crypto as a whole mm-hmm. while still learning about like what artists are doing in the space and like nfts and collectibles and um, it all kind of came at once and i think i've been pretty hooked <laughs> ever since trying to uh i mean now information is just being pumped out even faster so it's really hard to keep up with more than like three things at a time but um super interesting nonetheless yeah, and and I just love that you entered the space with such a humble mindset of like wanting to learn. You weren't trying to like capture your space immediately. You were trying to figure out um, the right way to go about it. And one thing that you did recently is in the lead up to your Genesis um, drop that you're the big drop you're working on is that you started your Discord, I believe. Um, I, time goes by so slow or fast in this space. Was it this week that you started your Discord, I, I or last was, the end of last two, week? I think it was like two, two and a half days ago, three days. Yeah, ago? <laughs> feels. I it's, joined it your feels dis- like a month. Yeah, I joined your Discord, but I was just trying to remember. I was like, it feels like forever ago, but yeah, it was just a few days ago. Uh, okay, so when you when you see the people that are engaging in your community, I'm curious. Uh, are these people that followed you prior to NFTs that you've kind of seen um, transfer over with you? Or are these almost all new f- uh, fans that are coming out of the NFT space uh, and the NFT community that, you, that you're that you seeing kind of being drawn to your artwork lately? Yeah, I think that's that's like a weird one because I posted... I posted something on Instagram about like, hey, I'm starting a Discord. Like, if you want to join and you know keep up to date with all my projects, digital and physical, here's the link. And then the next story I posted was, oh, and here's like my new NFT collection. And I got like three DMs that were like, oh, sorry, unfollowed. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So like Instagram's still new, and a few people came from Instagram, which was great. But um, most of the people that I've seen come into the Discord have um, other. Uh, like profile picture projects which mm, is interesting yeah. of course i've seen like um some art friends from twitter that i've that i've come to know and, and chatted with but mostly it's a lot of new faces and i don't know if that's like a um oh there's this new project we got to mint it and try to flip we got to get in the discord early i don't know if it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. but everybody has seemed to be like super community driven everybody's like talking and chatting and interested in the artwork and um i have a like an archive channel on on the server which i've just been posting all my 
artwork from the past like decade um sporadically just kind of um having uh like a landing point for a lot of the different projects and um medias mediums i've explored so i think uh the discord's been really great and people are um seem to be really excited so i'm just as excited to um work on the project and uh put it out to everybody yeah, it's got to be cool too when you have a when you have a lot of new people that are finding you because of the space that haven't kind of found you organically through something like Instagram. When you have like an archive section, like every piece is just new and and to the the new community because they haven't been around. So it's got to be cool seeing like reactions and every single time you post art uh, from even years ago, it getting like interactions and reactions because people haven't seen it. Oh, for sure. And I think um, another thing I see in like some other artists, they'll, uh, I think that the the concept of like recycling is like recycling your work is kind of really important because if you continue to gain followers or traction of your artwork, like those people were probably still interested in the artwork you done prior to them following you. So I think it's always good to like post your older artwork and share it. And I think having like an archive of all of all of my work could be interesting to see how it kind of evolves in the next years five ten plus years so yeah um, it's it's really exciting have you gotten uh we talk a lot about you know building organic community i'm sure you've talked with other artists that are in the space are there any artists that are in the nft space that you've gotten to know kind of in your journey that um, have really helped you or you've kind of been able to bounce ideas off of when it comes to the nft projects or that you just become really fan of as well so then you kind of organically get to know them yeah, actually, m- maybe more on the side of just uh, artistic ideas, throwing them around. There's uh, Alec. It's uh, A-L-E-Q-T-H. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually knew each other from Baltimore. We actually hung out a couple times in the city. Um, he re- recently moved, but he's a super talented artist. I think everybody should check check his work out. We, we chat all the time. And then um, Subtle Bubble, he's another uh, kind of visual artist. Um, we're always throwing ideas around together, and we, we, we would ho- host... Um, some Twitter spaces sometimes and, ju- and just chat for hours. So they have, um, creativity, uh, like they've boosted my creativity and given me a lot of ideas and, and, um, I hope I do the same for them, but th- those are two people that, um, I've come to really cherish and, um, are excited for what, what they have in store. And so those are two people. And then in general, I got to give a shout out to a uh, crypto Ted Lasso. He's in here. He's, uh, uh, helped me out with so much and then uh, uh dose he's in here as well they have given me a lot of ideas and they're helping out with the the letters project and uh help out with the discord so both of them i gotta give a big shout out to yeah it's amazing and i'm sure that you also notice as you build your discord just people that are really uh, a fan of your artwork and want to be a part of your community volunteering their time and something that we've talked about in Uh, this space before is that when you're new to the space and trying to kind of figure out how you can help one thing is just engaging and finding those communities you're passionate about so I'd love to hear a little too about maybe people that that maybe not are are even artists but just in the discord you see constantly helping engage and um, help you out with becoming a mod or you know asking if you if they can help by sharing things for you have you noticed just community members that find value in you so that they're they just volunteer uh their time however they can to help you grow as well oh yeah 100 percent. well pretty much prior to the last 
two weeks, I'd say I was like pretty recluse in my art. Like I would just work on a ton of artwork by myself and I'd post it. And then of course, like comment and DM pe- uh, people, but I was, yeah, I was like kind of like, stayed to myself. I didn't really share a ton of ideas of things that I wanted to build and wanted to like different projects that I wanted to create. But, um, uh, yeah, crypto Ted Lasso DM me. I was like, Hey, if you have need help with anything, let me know. I'm here. I'd love to chat. And then that kind of really spawned me. I was like, damn, like, I guess I really am at the point in, I guess, quote unquote, like artistic career where I need help sometimes. and I need to reach out to people when they can help me with the things that they do best. And, um, I've definitely, that has been such like a heaven sent thing. It, it helps me so much. And in the discord, it's crazy to see people's interactions. Um, there's this guy, uh, Mao, I believe, M-A-U. Uh, he's always like asking people about icebreakers and getting the conversation yeah. going. And <laughs> there's this guy, uh, I think it's named uh, Sina, S-I-N-A, making memes and like customizing people's profile pictures with the with the, my kind of shapes and symbols oh, behind yeah, yeah. the cats or their creatures or or whatever. And it's just, it's mind boggling because it's been so quick. It's only been a few days, but um yeah, it's it's great, and sometimes I can't believe it when I wake up and there's all the like the good morning messages. I'm like, wow, people take the time out of their day just to come in here and type it. They might not stay all day, but it's really special, and and uh, it it it's, it warms my heart. <laughs> it is. It's such an interesting thing when thinking about how uh, this community feels so different than kind of the toxic culture uh, that we're like trying to fight against in the real world so often that when we come here it's inclusive that everyone has a common interest to help each other to make sure that there's positivity in the space uh, even if there is negativity it seems to get squashed fairly quickly and we and it's you know we move on from it um, and so I'd love for, for you just to chat for a minute about kind of that aspect and how that's drawn you into the space even more just kind of the the um community in general in the nft space yeah i mean tuning into uh, i guess prior to starting my discord or, or kind of really trying to build um more of a community around my artwork i join in all the everybody's different twitter spaces and just hearing how important it was to to have people around you to help and to support and to kind of grow all together because as they say the 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 nft space as a whole is we're still early it's like the whole thing um that to to cherish the people that want to support you and to to lift them up all together will will lift all tides so all yes. the boats will, will come together which is i it's feel so like that true. is um yeah that's that's always said and i always i always took that to heart and i'm just glad now the last like i was saying a week or two that i, I found people that are active and that can help me and then i can just kind of talk about anything and throw ideas around and um I've been trying to get active in other people's discords. I mean, it's incredibly hard to keep up with a ton of discords, but I try to pop in and say hi or um, uh, into other people's projects. But I think it's it's super important in general just to uh, form these relationships with people online and then hopefully um, with people's collections or, or my collection that they'll be in real life events or, or pop-ups or gallery shows. Um, and then everybody can connect in real life, not just over chat and discord or something. That'll be amazing. All right. I want to 
I think this next question is something that everyone's probably curious about. This is the top question of the day for me, for sure. And that is, what is the inspiration for your art? I mean, it really draws you in. And I feel like when I look at it, it's like all the amazing designs. I can't stop thinking about how they're all connected to each other. Uh, It's almost like looking at a beautiful puzzle. Like what, like it's cryptic. It's like, what does this mean? Which in in the nature of it, like cryptic and crypto, and maybe that's what draws me to it so much I'm like maybe there's something deeper to this uh, so I'd love for you just kind of talk about the inspiration behind your patterns and designs in your artwork yeah I think uh, yeah I get this question a lot but I think I won't first I love to see people's interpretations that's another thing mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the discord people are like you know what is what does the eyeballs mean or if there's three eyeballs what does it mean or just seeing people's interpretations have, have got me so excited but I think it was probably in like middle school, sixth or seventh grade, I would had like such a compulsion and like an addiction to just drawing all over my papers, all of my worksheets. I would just draw, 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 draw. And I remember uh, like filling up the columns on the side of worksheets. So like starting to just fill space with, like, you know, graphite or just shapes and stuff and scribbles. Yeah. And I think it's slowly developed from there to this kind of like algorithmic way of patterning, like using this motif and this iconography to, to fill space was really interesting to me. And then slowly introducing like recognizable imagery, like the envelope or the smiley face or, you know, the peace sign. I guess I just treated those as like their shapes, you know, a circle can fit with another circle and how those all interact and create like the overall pattern. Um, but I've done it so much that it's became yeah al- algorithmic almost. And now I'm starting to um, create more meaning with, within the pieces and um, uh, m- maybe adding in more kind of secret code and, and secret things, which I've always been interested in and, and, and hiding things in my artwork. But um, I think the main basis is uh, patterning and then how the shapes interact with each other to create a huge pattern and then how that pattern can be uh, put in, put on anything, Uh, explore all mediums is something I'm super excited about. And from clothing, uh, furniture design, murals, uh, of course, traditional, you know, paper, pencil, canvas, and then of course the new, the new digital frontier I'm incredibly excited about. Um, So yeah, that's kind of the basis of how I, started drawing all of these things <laughs> i love it. it you know it also seeing in i pinned the tweet but seeing your collection and all of the little individual pieces brought together like that i don't know if it's just me or if, if it, i'm sure everyone can kind of see this but it just gives me art blocks vibes uh because of like the patterns and the way it's arranged but obviously art blocks is like ai generated and this is all hand-drawn each one of these has individually created and I just would love to kind of hear about the effort and the time and energy that was put into this collection because it is just crazy when you see them all together like uh, on the pin tweet that I just put yeah for sure I think uh yeah another thing about like the artwork as a whole I really like to see it in like abundance like repetition is really important in and I think all aspects of art like repetition can be like a really powerful tool so I think repeating something a thousand times is powerful, but then they're all kind of different and unique and special in their own way. And I think that lends itself to um, the hand-drawn aspect. Like even though it's digital and I draw it on Procreate, 
on my iPad, like you can still tell there's like a human hand in it. All the lines aren't perfectly straight. Some of them might overlap. They're, the borders might not be perfect. So it's kind of like teetering um, digital and kind of physical. You can still, the, the two worlds still kind of come together, which I really like because I think my my body of work as a whole has been physical and digital. Um, and yeah, I think I was already doing like I'm just drawing all day long anyway, drawing, 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 physical, digital, on clothing, furniture. Like that's just how I spend all of my days, like creating all of my hours out of the day are spent drawing. So I was already doing kind of almost daily drawings, daily artworks. And then just seeing so many of the profile picture projects, I was like, you know what, it'd be really interesting if I um, kind of hunkered down and worked on a special collection of individual artworks that I do that not really act like a profile picture project, but have a similar like NFT collection um, as a whole that, that that would then open up um, the community to then, you know, in real life events, uh, once a, or, or furniture um, possibilities. Uh, mm, we're thinking, yeah. we're thinking about certain like airdrop projects of physical uh, pieces, which I won't give too much info about, but um, yeah, it's been great. I was already, yeah, starting to do daily digital drawings and just kind of wanted to explore color theory and um, started started making them. And uh, I'm still kind of curating the full collection. But, um, so we're not fully there yet, but there's there's uh, a lot to come. And I'm, I'm really excited to keep kind of teasing some of the ones out. I love it. And are there properties in these drawings that, you know, there will be like certain properties or traits in the drawings that are rare uh, because all of the designs are, are like you said there is a lot of repetition but are you when you guys are when you guys put this out are you going to have certain traits that are brought out or is it just like each one is a one of one and unique in its own way uh, there there will be a rarity chart to some degree there will be more rarer ones and, and special ones and I think visually, you'll be able to notice it off the bat. Awesome. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give too, too much. <laughs> yeah, too that's much. okay. We'll, We're going to pull we'll as be... much as much as we can out of you. But uh, yeah. I, I know that you, you've you been working on this project a lot. How much time uh, has gone into this? And uh, when it comes to things like smart contracts and um, stuff like that, do you have a group of people that are really helping you out? I know a lot of new artists that are also in the space probably are like, how do I get, uh, how do I figure all this? stuff out so i'd love for you to kind of talk about your journey in creating a bigger project like this and the work that goes into it yeah that was um another thing i was when i had this idea maybe you know a month month and a half ago maybe even two months i was like okay i, can, I know i can do the artwork you know that's the fun part that's exciting but when it starts to get to like coding and uh, all this other stuff i'm totally lost so luckily um crypto ted lasso i see him in the stage he's the best he reached out to me, asked if I needed any help with any projects. And I was like, I do. I do have this bigger project I'd like to work on. And he kind of um, reached out to a few people. And we got uh, Dose on the team who has kind of been doing some back-end um, developing and reaching out to some other people for um, some solidity. So uh, both of them have helped out so much in those aspects and have kind of let me uh, free range on the artwork and, and work on that side, which has been incredibly helpful. And um uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at. It's amazing. I mean, I've uh, 
I'm working on creating something in the background as well. I've kind of talked to you about, but it's insane when you've got a team of people that are each have their own skill set as you build in the space. It it just takes weight off your shoulders that almost would prohibit you from being able to do something big or creative when you have a team around you of so many talented people that can just put in their skill sets where you, you know, like you said, like you're not you're not into coding and developing, but if you have a team around you of people that are helping you and believe in you, it just makes it so much easier so that you can uh, focus on what you love to do. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty magical where people are just like, hey, I know I have this like skill set. If if you need any help, just let me know. We can schedule a call. And it's like, wow, that's uh, it's pretty special. And I, I don't think you you rarely see that in any other uh, community or, or, or field or kind of profession. I think most people are kind of out for themselves in, in some degree. And uh, I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about, about the community and uh, how important it is to uh, have good people around you and, and, and build from there and take your time and um, exchange ideas and, and creative thoughts. So it's been uh, been really good and really special. And we're still, we're still super early and um, excited to uh, keep throwing around ideas and, and building from here. What are what are some of the biggest challenges that you've ran into in terms of starting your own project um, and some of the roadblocks that are kind of you have to step back and think, okay, how do we do this? Or what's this? I'm going to need help with this. What are some of the things that um, if you're a new artist in the space that kind of have the forefront of your mind, if you can talk about things that you struggle with to help maybe someone in the audience that wants to get involved and so that they can start thinking about before they, you know, have to find out the hard way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, one time management, incredibly important. Um, I find myself, making like daily to-do lists, like physically writing down lists of things I want to do and accomplish throughout the day. And they range from so many different things that I get overwhelmed by wanting to do so much that I can't do it all. So I think being very niche and like direct and focused on, on one project or, or one thing that you want to get done could really help a lot of people. Cause I, I'm like, I, I was a one man army just trying to do a thousand different things. Um, which was not good mentally or physical, <laughs> physically. So I think if you're an artist and want to kind of pursue different projects or uh, an NFT collection or any of the above to really uh, focus on exactly what you want to do, how you're going to do it, and then how you're going to yeah, execute it and be, be precious with your time. Cause I find myself like 14 hour days. Like I usually have a good sleep schedule, but now I'm like, it's 2am and I'm, I'm like, I'm like sewing like clothing tags, you know, <laughs> like for, for some t-shirts. And so I think, um, yeah, being, being, uh, being really focused on what you want to do. And then like me, I don't, I don't know how to code. I'm, I'm interested in learning, but I, I'm not going to be a coder, um, to then reach out to people that you trust and that you want to learn from and, um, yeah, l- learn what you don't know. And, um, uh, grow from there. I love that you said time management, because when you're starting out in this space, you kind of can pick and dabble and go where you choose. But when you're working on something bigger, or that takes a lot more of your time and energy, you start to realize one, how much work it is, because then you also have a team of people that you're needing help from, which is an amazing thing. But then that team may need stuff from you. And I found the same thing, like I need at the beginning of every day and every week, I really do need a to do list as um, things continue to grow because 
if you don't, then you're just going to get behind too. And as important and as fun as this space is, in order to build really something intentional, it, it becomes, there is a work aspect to it that you can't ignore because you have to make sure that you're organized and that you're focused on the, you know, the highest priority items of the day. Yeah. And I think, um, like I'm kind of like a big fan of deadlines now. It's like, if I didn't have a deadline, I would just draw all day i'd just be working i'd go paint i would go uh, go to thrift stores and find fun stuff to draw on i'd be so out of whack but now with like deadlines and a, a team i'm working with i think i really like that structure um i'm already pretty structured with my to-do list but i can kind of fall off the track so it, it's really nice to have uh, other supportive people that are like hey uh, if you could get this to me by today that'd be great i'm like perfect i'll do it right now and um just being able to work with a team and, and chat over ideas and keep everything in order has has helped my i guess workflow in a way but um that's awesome all right i want to know um a lot of new artists are coming into the space you've been here for a while so you've been able to learn and um, be on the journey and be able to lead by example in a lot of ways with what you've done uh, because now you have a really amazing community your discord is popping people are getting excited for your art before it even releases and so i'd love for you for someone maybe that's just entering the space to chat uh, in terms of an artist, chat about what advice you could give um, to be successful in the NFT space. What are some of the most important lessons you've learned and that you've seen people do that they shouldn't be doing um, so that maybe some artists that are in the room can kind of learn from um, lessons that you've lived out? Yeah, I would say, I think I used the word earlier, like conviction. Like if you already have uh, the conviction in your artwork and that you have this like compulsion to either take photos or work on videos or, or draw or paint and, and you would do that stuff no matter if there was like social media or not, then then I'd start like posting your work online and connecting with other people. But if you're just doing it for like um, either a cash grab or because you need likes or followers, then I think you're probably creating artwork for the wrong reason. So I think prior to putting out a collection or trying to sell a painting or uh, take take photographs with models or, or, or film music videos. I think you need to kind of know what you want to get out of your, your artwork as a whole. And uh, once you know that, um, take your time in certain spaces and uh, learn from people that have, that have come before you and kind of uh, mimic what they did, but do it in your own way. And um, by doing that, I think I've learned so much. And I'm still, like I said, very early, uh, I've got like new ideas every day. So I think learning from everybody else and then putting your own twist on it and doing something different, um, can be, can be pretty impactful and, uh, not to get wrapped up in like, if you're like a young artist and you're like, damn, I have like 20 followers. Like that doesn't really affect anything. If you, if you love your artwork and you want to keep making it, then, then post it online. And I'm sure, I'm sure other people will like it. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned like find, do something that you have conviction about because then, if you love doing it, if you love creating art, or if you like taking photography uh, and posting that stuff, stuff that you naturally enjoy, eventually people will catch on because there's there's soul behind it, right? It's your passion, you enjoy it. And it can become, I don't know if you can speak on this, maybe when you first started out, but everyone, you you have been an artist for a while, so your following um, can come a little more 
quickly in this space because you have a larger body of work, but maybe you can even talk about when you just started in the art realm of building a following and getting attention to your work, um, getting it in galleries and stuff, and the toll that that can kind of take when you put your passion and your love out and you don't feel like people are paying attention to it, but the the passion and energy behind it are the valuable parts and not to forget about that soul behind it and not to let that get you down too much. Yeah, I think like if you just enjoy making or creating whatever you want to make or create, that like if you post it on the internet and it gets like three likes, you shouldn't you should just be on to the next thing you want to make. Like don't even worry about what you already created. I mean, some people are very, very precious with their artwork, which is, um, I think, really important. But you can still have that that passion and that persistence while continuing to work on other things. Like, um, I've had like painter friends that have, you know, worked on a painting for years, and then they get upset that oh, it didn't sell via my Instagram or something like that. I'm like, well, I think you you have to. It's hard to balance like building a following. Um, building a collector base, wanting to be in galleries, and then um, building a social media around that, but then still being an artist and still creating and still having inspiration. It's like, I don't think anybody has that roadmap and like right, how to do yeah. it. But if, like, I, it goes back to the conviction thing. Like, if put social media aside, like, I would still be crippling addicted to drawing every day. And I think that's where, like, if you have that and you know you want to go out and take photos and not post them on the internet and you want to do that anyway, then continue to do that and um, continue to post them on the internet. And I'm sure as an artist, as you grow on social media, your, your, your skills um, will grow as an artist or a creative and um, things, things will work out if you just, you just keep on doing them, I think. I, I agree. And I think that as you continue to post, it's also a matter of uh, in this space, you can also find others that uh, of work that you enjoy. And a lot of times I've seen artists that almost they're starting to build a smaller, tighter knit community um, together. Uh, and, you know, artists that enjoy and appreciate what you do, because it's almost I don't know, I feel like when you have a community of artists, that understand the work and the soul behind your pieces, that's the most important thing sometimes is just being able to connect with other people that have similar interests uh, and not worry as much about the sale or something blowing up and going mainstream because then you have individuals that you really connect to and their opinions are going to matter more than a viral post anyways. Yeah, and I think... um... Yeah, about like last summer, 2020, I was like, all right, I think, or maybe a little bit prior, I wanted to like start building out my Twitter. I was only like super on Instagram. That was all. And I was like, dude, Twitter's like a really powerful platform. Sure, there's other artists on it. So when I started to like build my Twitter out, I was super niche with who I followed. I didn't follow people from my high school or my college um, or kind of normie people. I just followed artists that I enjoyed or, or crypto people that I was interested in or or people that I wanted to learn from. And I think that's really important if you're trying to start an Instagram page or a Twitter or, or whatever. Follow people that you want to learn from and then just read read everything they do. Like everything, interact with everything they do. And then they're going to be like, wow, this Vinny kid fucking likes every single one of my posts. I guess I'll look look what he makes. <laughs> and um, things, things like that naturally come up. And then as you're doing that, 
you know, I, I guess, I guess I've gotten better at drawing over the past decade and you, you find, you find your own, your own course and just, just to keep going with it and yeah, continue to talk to people and yeah, lift their artwork up before, before you want people to lift up yours, I guess. Yeah. And that's uh, something that we start noticing and I've seen less and less of it, which is good. I know it's still happening, but when people come on and they just constantly try and come on a space or shill their work or just spam other people, it's like, it doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel natural and it turns people off in the space. And so like, I think these shows and everyone kind of talking about it reminds the right way to go about it is finding a smaller community and growing together with them instead of, you know, trying to just get like cast a super wide net and turning everyone off. It's so much more important to build organically in this space, especially. Yeah, I feel like uh, the people that come up and shill or or they have a big project that they're working on and, and I feel like they don't they ha- they they can't see it in their head any other way to get people to buy it or to be interested in it that they just have to like Oh, I have to shill. Like that, I think it's it's pretty mo- money motivated. I feel like. Um, yeah. I mean, I know it costs money to create artwork and and to live, obviously. But I, there's way better ways to go about it than spamming uh, DMs or or coming up on different stages and, and trying to shill. But sometimes it can be effective. But I think in the end, it's not uh, not the right way. <laughs> and it's not necessarily you're not getting the right people either. If you if you're doing that, it's almost like you're trying to just catch people hoping that they'll buy your project. And uh, those people that are looking just to buy something cheap usually just want to resell it anyway. So you're not finding people that have like the conviction uh, in the art. And so then you're also building kind of a a facade around community, even if you're able to get people as well. And so I love that because it's so much more powerful to have a strong, um, tight-knit community when uh, looking for people that are going to be helping you out and to support you to find those people naturally because they just enjoy the art you do. And I've, I found that on this show too. Like I never go on to other people's shows talking about myself. Like everyone that comes to my show found it organically and that's the best way to build. I mean, just, Yes, it takes time, and you know you're following too. You know, uh, six months ago, I can't. You probably had a fraction of the followers, but when you just build over time and organically, people uh, really start to appreciate what you put out even more because they found you organically. Yeah, and I think I think that relates sort of to like the repetition thing. Like in my own artwork, like if you just repeat it so many times, it becomes like impactful it becomes important in some sense like people are like dude he's constantly repeating this thing it must you know there's something else to it and i think that's the same thing with like social media almost you know the more you use it if you use it all day long and you treat it as as something special then it will it will grow and it'll be it'll be more important if you if you keep on keep on doing it as much as you can not not just giving up uh, after a month of being on twitter and, and you're bummed that you have you know 25 followers or whatever yeah Man, it's been this has been such an awesome talk, especially with you coming to the, the space and um, just your journey. I think a lot of people can learn from it, but also your art is insane too. And I'm excited that you're here. We're gonna go ahead and start turning over. If you have a question, which several of you in the audience I see have posted a question on that post, if you can come up, I would love for you to ask your question 
to Vinny because uh, there are some amazing questions on this community corner post. So please hit that request button now if you had posted a question there and we'll start getting into uh, community corner. But while I'm waiting for some of those people to hit that request button, um, do you have any timeline uh, for your release? And is there anything that you kind of would like to share uh, uh, for yourself or what the project that you've got going um, to kind of let everyone know uh, a little more about the project itself? Um, not going to give a timeline yet. Uh, we'll keep that under wraps for now. But um, we'll be continually posting different teasers of the artwork, more information on it. Uh, I think the other day we released like the mint price and uh, had to gain access to it eventually. We're working all those things out, uh, continuing to post in the announcements on the Discord of everything. Um, there will be rarities like we spoke about earlier. Um, what type of rarities, I won't say yet. <laughs> we'll continue to update that too. Um, but yeah, we're going to continue to posting all the updates. Um, I'm still, I'm still curating all of the ones that I want in. I want them to all be special and, uh, up to, I guess, I guess my standard that, that I'm psyched to uh, release them all together. Um, but yeah, That's awesome. go check it out. Check yeah, out the definitely. And the Discord as well. Yeah, definitely check out the Discord. The community there is hopping. All right, we've got uh, Nifty Niles. He's going to come up on stage and kick off things for us. Nifty Niles, out! and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. What's going on, Nifty Niles? Thanks for hitting that request button and coming up to ask this question. Go ahead. What's up, Crazy Carl? What's um, up? Hey, thanks for... Thanks for thanks for bringing me up, man. Yeah, gang, gang, baby, gang, gang. Um, but also to Vinny, we, we love the cats. So oh yeah, gang, we, we love we, we, love, we love the, all the cats. cats. I've got a cool cat too. <laughs> um, yeah, love love your cat, Vinny. Um, yeah, cr crazy Carl. This is thank you for having for having this space. Uh, I mean, I've told you before, like um, I, I I just learned something new like from from your show every single time been so excited to see like them being even more frequent and, and this one might be my, my favorite so far because you introduced me to, to somebody that 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 I didn't know and and Vinny I've, I've been looking at your art like while you've been chatting and, and love the positive attitude and and like the vibe the, like the way that you talk about art the way that you talk about space the way that you talk about people that um you know are kind of doubters uh doubters of you um, and you still have this positive attitude about it all. And, and I love the art. It really works for like my, my adult ADD, <laughs> um, where, where it's just like this, this just so much like minimum, like minimalist complexity, like each, each piece has its own individual space, but yet fit so tightly knit together to make like just a beautiful, like beautiful puzzle, um, that, that creates a beautiful piece of art. It reminds me of a, of an artist that, uh, I don't, you may or may not know, but, um, an artist that's a friend of mine down in Arizona, his name's Timmy Ham, goes by uh, Sloth or I Am Sloth. And his art, super similar, looks uh, looks great on canvas, furniture, bare bricks, vans, whatever it is. Um, and, and, and I've asked him the same question, and, and I'm curious from you, where do you dream of one day seeing your art displayed? Like if you if you could see your art just anywhere, anywhere imaginable, like sky's the limit, where would you, where would you want to see it? She will. Thank you so much for all, all those kind words. And uh, shoot me the, the link to your, your friend's work in the DM. I'd like to check it out. But um, oh, if the sky's the limit, uh, the, the first thing that came to my head, which uh, I don't know if it is actually my like pinnacle, but like a Macy's Day 
balloon float would be sick. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's the pinnacle, but uh, that's the first thing I saw. But I mean, it'd be cool to collab with some some bigger brands. But um, I've had those thoughts and, the, and those uh, those dreams. But I think there's there's going to be more more to it eventually. Um, but yeah, let's go with the, the Macy's Day Parade float for now. <laughs> oh, that is dope. That I would have never even thought of that, but that would be so cool. No, that's that is such a dope answer. Yeah, same thing, uh, Carl. I I would have never guessed that that to be an answer. So um, I think I think that just makes that uniqueness just makes me like you even more, Vinny. Um, thank, thanks for the <laughs> thank, thank you. That was a great question. question. Thank you so much, Niles, for coming up. That was a great question. <laughs> All right, there's another question in here, and I was hoping they come up, but I, I they may not be able to. But Bubbles had put in the post. She said, "Bubbles, uh, who would you like to collab with most in the NFT space?" Um, yeah, I saw that one. So I had a few minutes to think about it, but, um, I would say, I know I mentioned him earlier, earlier, but, uh, Jonathan Wolf, he was like the first person that I saw, uh, in, in the space, like transfer from traditional to, uh, digital and kind of go back and forth, which I think that relates to my body of work as well, kind of, uh, forming the two. And he just seems like a great guy and we could probably chat for a while in mm -hmm. real life. So off the top of my head, I would I would go with him. I love it. I don't know how our styles would clash. I mean, we could do like some frog animal collab kind of fun thing. But uh, I don't know. There's so many uh, so many talented artists and and creatives. And I think even branching away from like visual arts, there's like um, musicians or tattoo artists or uh, oh, yeah. photographers, video. Like the, I, I could see my my work playing some type of interesting role in like every medium so it, it's i'm just excited to keep connecting with people and, and chatting and collaborating more i haven't done too 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 many collaborations so it, it'll be interesting to get some get some of those out there eventually yes i love it all right let's do one more question this is another one that is in that pin, pinned post i mean there was a, i was actually very impressed by some of the posts and questions in this community corner one because they uh they really hit home i feel like i could ask all of these but this one's from a lotus he said what unique opportunities do you see being able to accomplish in the nft space that you have not yet been able to achieve in in real life projects yeah i think well one, I think I went to like a traditional like fine arts college. I went to the Maryland Institute College of Art. And you, you only ever heard in like critiques and um, by professors that it's incredibly hard to get, you know, into a gallery or it's incredibly hard to get um, into X, Y, and Z. So they're pretty much like belittling students to believe that they can't do um, what they're even in school paying to do is wow. to like show their artwork. Yeah. And, um, and then I was watching this uh, Damien Hirst documentary a few months ago, and I just remember, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Damien Hirst. He just goes, you know, when you show your friend a painting you did, you show them on your phone. You don't show them the real painting. I was like, whoa, like that's like the new digital like frontier. You don't like if a drawing I do, I'm going to show my friend the drawing either on social media or physically show them on my phone. So like there's almost no difference now. Um in the, in the two. So just allowing people to collect a digital item, um, and building that community around this Genesis collection and, and some of my other works, then it'll give more, pro, uh, like provenance to, to the, to the in real life gallery shows that I, that I want to do in the future or, or the, um, the, the furniture I want to create and customize and build or the, 
the clothing drops I want to do. I think I think having a basis in this collection and the collectors that I can then reward them and uh, continue to share all of my new works with them. So it's, I think it's really, really good uh, launch pad almost mm-hmm. to, for, for everything else. Even though people were, you know, interested in the clothes and the furniture, that's great. I think it, it will just lift that up even more while still being able to um, even create a marketplace for them and, and uh, have people excited to trade or buy the colors that they like or, or, or you know, buy ones that they might relate to. So I don't know. There, there's so much into it. It's really exciting. I'm getting stoked just thinking about it. But um, And it's crazy to lot. think, too, of the community that can be built when you actually know and connect with the uh, the individuals that are collecting your art. You can get to know them individually as well because it's all, like you said, when we have these digital platforms, it's not like someone buys your stuff in a gallery and you never hear from them again. Now you can get to know and uh, like you said, you almost feel so much more connected to the collectors and I, I, I can't imagine how rewarding that is as an artist as well. Yeah, it's dude. I've talked to different collectors and different friends all the time in the DMs, and I'm excited to, you know, one day, like we were saying, have some type of in real life event or a gallery show or a pop up and get to meet them all in real life. And, um, yeah, another thing, like with local pop ups and things like that, if somebody random that doesn't know your work comes up and buys something, you never know where that piece is going to end up. If even if it's a t shirt or a painting or a print, like that's just gone to the world, which is interesting on its own accord. But with everything being, um, uh, digital and can be tracked and ownership is is there it's it's interesting to then see the life of the piece after that um so just exciting nonetheless. yeah and being able to also reward people is another thing that you mentioned i can can't imagine like when you when you're an artist and you're able to take snapshots of something like a wallet like you can't go and track down all of your art in real life after the gallery because maybe they gave it to someone else they resold it but when you when it's on the blockchain you can continue to follow where your art is and you can give back to the people that owned it as like a thank you and I can't I, that's another thing as an artist I can't imagine the feeling of being able to like give back to the community on a uh, continual basis um, is that something and you kind of talked about you know the you're already your brain is flowing with ideas of different things that you can do to give back to the community members that buy your pieces but that's got to be something that is different as well uh that's from when you were doing like in real in real life uh events and galleries yeah i mean we got some fun very fun airdrops planned i think i've been mulling over a ton of ideas um like i mentioned maybe you know furniture physical furniture airdrops um different clothing things um there's so there's so many ideas and now we're we're uh, i guess i mean it's not really alpha but i think um with the with the my use of like the envelope and um letters and things like that we might do some like pen pal thing or um, oh that's cool or like writing to inmates or you know some type of physical sending of written in art or information could be interesting we, we we're, we're mulling over a ton of ideas so i haven't even thought of this but you just spurred the idea of like i never even thought of like using your collectors and having them become a part of your art yeah yeah i think i mean they they're they're a huge part of the art you know they they help help everything about it you know even like i was saying like seeing everybody's interpretations in the discord 
gave gave me like a ton of ideas i'm like i would have never thought about that and it's this just it's this person's like natural instinct to my artwork it's it's kind of mind-boggling sometimes and i'm getting once again excited just to like draw and <laughs> and work on other things so we, we got a lot of stuff planned and i'm always excited to give back and um It'll be good. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, if you haven't already checked out Vinny's work, is um, his art uh, is pinned at the top. Go check it out. He's going to continue to do amazing things in the space. But what what I love about him most is that he has been walking through the NFT space uh, and learning so much before doing this project. Even though he's had a tremendous amount of success in the real world, and so it's just so cool to see someone going about it the right way, building organic community, learning from others I, like i said earlier you're constantly jumping in this space learning from people and so uh huge props to you i think you're leading by example for a lot of people in this space and i can't wait to see um the amazing things you do in the nft world as well after this drops i'm going to be definitely paying attention so thanks again for being here man yeah carl thank you so much for having me it's great great chat and um yeah for for all the all the the projects we're doing in the in the genesis collection i'll be obviously tweeting about it but then the discord is where uh, most of the information will be posted first um yeah thanks everybody for tuning in and thanks for chatting and all the questions and uh if anybody has any other questions dm me i guess and uh <laughs> we can chat more hell yeah thanks again for being here and thanks everyone for stopping by this has been an amazing episode and even though there wasn't an intentional leak of any alpha i feel like we got to know a little bit about some plans for this project that are going to be dope so i hope you were paying attention this has been another production of gutter cat studios all conversations with crazy carl are for educational purposes only you should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse. <laughs>